Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, this is Connie. Welcome to today's Lenten Podcast, reflecting on the reading from Mark chapter 8, verse 34, through chapter 9, verse 13. Well, I kind of felt like I won the podcast assignment lottery with this passage. I mean, I feel like if Lent had a catchphrase, it would be Mark chapter 8, verse 34. If anyone wishes to follow me, referring to Jesus, let him deny himself. Isn't that what Lent is all about? No dessert, no drinking, no parties, no binge watching of your favorite TV show. Abstain, abstain. The common greeting during Lent becomes, what did you give up for Lent? What are you denying yourself this month? First, there is Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, with celebration and feasting. You know, when you're actually celebrating that you're feasting. Before heading into Somber Ash Wednesday, which kicks off the Lenten season, when all that excess is put away so we can get serious about spiritual things. Reflection, confession, fasting, as preparation for the meaningfulness of Easter. So people often give up something during Lent as a form of denying themselves a pleasure. It's meant to be sacrificial. And frequently that thing that's given up is expected to be enough. There's an attitude of, I'm doing the Lenten thing. I'm holier now for not indulging in that thing, for denying myself something. But many of the things we might choose to deny ourselves remain at the ritual level. They don't really take us into a deeper relationship with Christ. These verses today remind us that the purpose isn't in the actual giving up. It's what the giving up spurs us on to. Years ago, as a young mother, I tried to think of a way to have Lent mean more to my kids than being defined as a time when they had to give up something like dessert. Because that's not a very good selling point for kids when Lent is associated with giving up special things. I'd like to propose that Lent is more about getting more of a special thing. A renewed or deeper relationship with the King of the Universe. Also, as a mom, I didn't want to teach an empty ritual. In these verses, Jesus isn't looking for a ritual. He's looking for a heart change. I think of Psalm 51, and this is paraphrased. For you do not delight in sacrifice. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken and a contrite heart. Those years ago, as I thought about the purpose of Lent, I started wondering if I should maybe add something as opposed to give something up. Peter touched on this when he kicked off this podcast series. Whichever, giving up or adding, the purpose is to drive you to Jesus. Does the something you are giving up bring you comfort or joy? So might giving it up lead you to rely on Jesus to be your source of comfort and joy? Or does adding something, more time in prayer, trying a new Bible study or podcast, Peter mentioned journaling. Does that better accomplish what you're trying to do during Lent? 
And sometimes it's a package deal, right? You set aside the remote control so you have more time to read your Bible. So you have more time to build relationship with Jesus, the one who brings the meaning to Easter. A friend of mine recently shared something insightful that I wanted to pass on. She was studying Exodus in the part when the Israelites were preparing for a hasty exit out of Egypt and they were to rid their homes of yeast, which is symbolic of sin. So as my friend entered this Lenten season, she was thinking about that and thinking about what she might give up and thought sin, that would be a good thing to give up. Now, she doesn't expect to be perfect, and that's not what I'm trying to relate to you either, but following this idea that we want to give up the something which will allow us to draw closer to Jesus, and sin is obviously something we all have that we can dump at the cross. So each day, out loud, we can ask for forgiveness for that something that keeps us from deeper communion with our Lord. So this denying self isn't the giving up for denial's sake. It's not so much about saying no to ourselves, but it's more about saying yes to Jesus. So when Jesus is talking here about us needing to deny ourselves, it's for the purpose of building relationship with him, building his kingdom and spreading the gospel. When we are focused on this world and its treasures, we will always work to save our lives as they currently are. But when we are focused on following Jesus, we can let selfish desires and ambitions die and be more concerned about our eternal life and eternal treasure and helping others to become part of that eternal kingdom also. There's one more thing I want to say about this denying self as we transition to chapter 9. When I was reading this, I thought about how much more Jesus had to lose when he denied himself than I will ever have. Think about when he spent 40 days being tempted by Satan and with a thought he could have denied his humanness instead of denying his deity. And why did he deny his deity? As Hebrews 12's remind us, he did it for the joy set before him. I have so much less to lose, but I think of how we tend to cling to this decaying body and world instead of setting our eyes on what Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians, that our resurrected bodies will be glorified, eternal spiritual bodies. We transition to chapter 9, where Jesus says that a few of his disciples are going to get to see a preview of this eternal glorious kingdom. And in verse 2, six days later, they get that opportunity through witnessing Jesus' transfiguration. Something that stood out to me besides the glorious and radiant Jesus is that it's Moses and Elijah who are seen here. Moses represents the law and Elijah the prophets. As our podcast study last year explained, the law and the prophets, they were all about pointing us to Jesus. God's voice is heard in verse 7, claiming, This is my beloved son, pointing us to him reminding the disciples and us that this is who our focus needs to be on. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, you gave so much for us to be free, to live abundantly, to have eternal salvation. 
Yet it is easy for us to lose focus and to follow Jesus only half-heartedly, conveniently. So as we are denying ourselves things during Lent, most importantly, help that denial turn us towards you with a reliance on you as sufficient for our every need. May our hearts be open to humbly submit to your will, not ours. May we be willing to let our selfish ambitions die as we choose to live for Jesus by following the examples he lived. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen.